Hello, Girl Gods Got You podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast episode. I am so sorry that I missed last week's episode. I was actually in Idaho for business, and it was a pretty crazy week between business, studying, and hanging out with family due to Father's Day weekend. So even though it was a blast, I apologize for not getting a Friday episode up. But here we are today, Friday at what? What is the date Friday? Friday the 25th. (laughs) Today is the 25th. Or when I'm recording it, it's the 23rd. So Friday the 25th, we're back with another podcast episode. And I'm really excited to talk to you all about life transitions. And I really want to share three of my main life transitions and some tips and tricks and life lessons really that I've learned from those transitions and ones that I wish I knew sooner in life. And whether you're listening to this and you're younger than me, you're older than me, you're the same age, I know that we will all go through life transitions. So I really just want to share this podcast episode as a way to share the life lessons I learned and what I wish I knew sooner to help you guys as you go through life transitions. If you have any tips or life lessons you've learned from your life transitions, I would love to hear them because I definitely want to learn and to continue to grow in this area. So please DM them to me or email them to me. All of the contact information will be in the show notes. Um, my God's Got You moment of the week was going to Grand Targhee for Father's Day. I really loved it. Grand Targhee is a ski resort in the Grand Tetons, and that's actually where my mom and dad got engaged. That's where my dad proposed to my mom, and so going back there for Father's Day is always so sweet. And it was me, my mom, my dad, and Aaron, my boyfriend. We all went there for Father's Day, and it was so wonderful. And we go there, we used to go there pretty much every summer. And so it was really nice to take Aaron to a really beautiful spot that has a sweet place in my family and I's heart. And so the fun thing about going to Grand Targhee in the summertime is that the ski lift is open. So what we do every year is we take the ski lift up to the top of the mountain and then we hike down and it's so gorgeous because there's still snow on the mountains, but there's also wildflowers. It's super green with all the trees. And I primarily live in Arizona, and right now in Arizona, it's anywhere between 105 to 115 degrees, so it's really hot. It's not as brown outside as you would think. There's still a lot of greenery in the summer, but going to Idaho for a week was just a really good transition, as we're talking about transitions right now, (laughs) just a really good small little transition into more of the cooler summer months and a lot of greenery because I love the mountains, I love hiking, I love pine trees, even though I'm an Arizona girl and I love cacti, cactuses, cactus, however you say that. I also love pine trees and wildflowers, so I love that part of the trip. We also had a lot of family time with my younger cousins. That's always a blast and I love hanging out with little kids and and really seeing and hearing the perspective on things is just really adorable. So now I want to dive into the song of the week, and it's called Starts and Ends by Hillsong. And I thought it was a really appropriate song to talk about because the lyrics are so beautiful, and it really does talk about things starting and ending and finding God in the middle of it all. So my favorite lyrics from this song read, When real life and peace won't make amends, when all these starts start feeling like these ends, like the world is unraveling and I'm bound to come undone, There is a shepherd, a priest. There is a comforter who comforts me. And my soul finds rest where it makes no sense, where the blood sets me free. I think this is such a beautiful song, especially when it opens up and says, when real life and peace won't make amends. I think sometimes in life transitions, it could be hard for real life and peace to come together and mesh well because it's hard to 
find a lot of peace and contentment in a new life transition because we don't really know exactly what's coming next and we don't know how to be used to the the new habits and the new ways of life and sometimes a life transition transition can be negative not all of them are positive so when we're trying to find the positive part of maybe a negative life transition it can be difficult to find the peace and to to blend those together and i love how it just talks about how my how my soul finds rest where it makes no sense there the blood sets me free. And one thing I wanna share with all of us right now as we're thinking about life transitions is no matter the transition, whether it's good or bad, whether we have a lot of excitement or a lot of fear about it, we need to know that God is there for us no matter what and that he has a beautiful plan for us and he knows what to expect in the life transition. He's on the other side wanting us to meet him. And even though we may not feel his peace and even though we may be feeling lost or worried or not really knowing what the next right step is, just having the trust that he is there. And that's one of the hardest things I deal with in my personal faith journey is having trust, knowing that God knows what's gonna happen even when I don't. And I really love this song because it says that the blood sets me free. And the fact that Jesus loved me, he died for me, and he wants me to live a good life. He gave me the opportunity to live a good life because he has forgiven me. It's so impactful. And that, that song really gave me a lot of peace, especially in life transitions where we're not really sure what's going to happen. So I just wanted to share that song for you, especially as we're going to dive into some life transitions and different tips about it. And I really just wanted to share it to encourage you that Jesus has set you free from any stress or worry you have about this life transition because he's right there by your side. So now I want to dive in a little bit into three life transitions I've had in my life. And then I'm going to be sharing a few tips on how I've learned to handle life transitions. And they're going to be tips that I wish I knew sooner during these other life transitions that I've had. Because there's definitely been times in life transitions where I haven't handled it the best. Or maybe I was extra stressed or extra nervous and uptight about it. And I should have been more flexible. So with that, I've had three big life transitions in my life. And just to let you know, I'm only 21 years old. So a lot of them are going to be from when I was younger. And I know I'm going to have so many more life transitions. But the first one I'd have was probably when I was 15 years old and I was in 10th grade. And I was homeschooled my whole life. And so up until about 15, 16 years old, we spent half the year in Arizona and half the year in Idaho. I love the experience. It was wonderful to have friends in both places and to kind of have a whole different life half the year and then go to a different life the other half of the year. And so it did give a lot of perspective on that. And there was always something exciting going on. When I was in 10th grade, I started spending more time in Arizona um, because I was starting uh, speech and debate. And for those of you that know me, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, I was such a speech and debate nerd. I loved it so much. I loved just writing essays, memorizing them, giving them as speeches. I loved having limited preparation speeches. I loved making debate cases and um, I wouldn't say arguing, (laughs) but just debating different ethical ideas and different applications from history was all so cool. I loved it so much, but I started speech and debate when I was in 10th grade. And so in order to compete and go to tournaments, We ended up going to Arizona a little bit earlier than we usually did because we would spend the winter and the spring in Arizona. And then when it got hot, we would spend the summer and the fall in Idaho. 
So we ended up kind of switching up our whole lifetime schedule and I spent much more time in Arizona. And that was a huge life transition because I wasn't really used to the heat. I wasn't as much used to making all these new friends and speech and debate. And then that next year in 11th grade, I started running um, for cross country on the cross country team at the local Fountain Hills High School in town. And so just 10th and 11th grade was a big transition for me because I felt like I grew up a lot. I made a lot more friends. That's when my self-confidence started going up because I was stepping out of my comfort zone with doing the speaking and debating and also, you know, running on a cross-country team with people I didn't really know much at all. And so it was a lot of stepping out of the comfort zone. And what I learned from that is that stepping out of your comfort zone, even though it could be scary, it could be so rewarding because once you overcome those small hurdles, it gives you more confidence thinking, oh, I overcame this little hurdle. Maybe I could overcome this bigger hurdle. And oh, I was able to complete this and accomplish this because even though I was nervous, what more can I do? And so it definitely molded me and changed me. And I think the age of 15 and 16 is definitely just a really pivotal time in all of our lives where we start figuring out who we are, our interests, what we stand for. And so that was a really big life transition that was pretty momentous for me and I really loved it. I was so grateful for everything that I was able to do with speech and debate and cross country, the memories I made, the friends that I made, it was wonderful. And so then the second life transition that that I really remember clearly is graduating high school and going to college. So once again, I was homeschooled all 12 years, um, not 12, I guess 18, well, technically, yeah. I guess you're kind of learning from the day you you know, enter this world, but all 12 grades, I was homeschooled. And so going from homeschool to college, I was extremely excited because my whole life, I was just, I have so many older cousins and I saw them go to college and graduate college and you know, my really close cousins to me, Jake and Mary, they met in college, they got married after college. And so I just have so many fond memories of just family going to college. I was so excited. I was really excited for independence. I loved learning. I was excited to start my major. And so much of my high school experience was focused on um, testing out of certain classes so I could get college credit and getting good SAT and ACT scores to scholarships and A lot of it was focused on college and I'm so grateful for it because it helped me a lot in college. And so by the time I got to that college point, I was so stoked. And the transition that I had with it was, it was interesting because the academics, that transition wasn't too crazy. You would think that going from being in a classroom of only a couple kids to being in big college classrooms would have been, you know, um, culture shocking, but it wasn't. I actually loved it. A lot of college is self-study, which is mainly what I did in high school. I would say the most memorable and impactful part of the transition from going to high school to college was really just prioritizing my schedule, really trying to just figure out what works for me, what I wanted to get done in the day, how much social time I wanted to have, how much rest I wanted to have. Because in high school, you know, you're still living at home. Your parents still have some type of control over you, not in like they tell you every single thing to do, but there's definitely a difference between coming home every evening and going to your dorm room every evening. There's there's a lot more autonomy and independence in college, and so that's that's a lot of extra time that you have to manage on your own. And so I think the most pivotal point of that first year and that first semester of college was just really understanding how I wanted to spend my, my time and what I wanted my 
every day to look like. And that was really wonderful. I'd say that each year of college was really different for me. I went to college for three years. Um, I finished up a little bit early. And at the end, I wish I was going to stay another year. But then COVID hit. I graduated in 2020. So it actually worked out great that I finished when I did. A lot of God's timing in that. Um, But each of the three years at college looked so different. So I felt like I had transitional times in each of the years. And I would say my last two years of college, the biggest transition I had was just having a lot on my plate and not resting enough. I felt like my first year, I made resting much more of a priority and I slept a lot more, but my last two, I did not sleep enough and that's something I wish I would change. I would get anywhere from four to six hours of sleep every night and if I had the chance to sleep, I literally would sleep in till 11 a.m. Like if I didn't have my alarm on, I would sleep in so late. And when you're that exhausted and drained, you're of course not gonna think clearly. My hormones were off balance. I had such bad acne. I had such bad stomach problems. I I wasn't thinking as clearly. I wasn't. I was emotionally up and down, moody. I mean, there was just so much going on because I didn't rest enough. So that was one transition that was more on the negative side. Um, there were so many transitions in college, but I'd say um, my second and third year, one that I'll discuss right now was was resting. And so that's what I'll share later in the tips of just finding more time to rest because. The older you get, the more responsibilities you have. You're never going to regret resting. I know sometimes when we take that nap in the day or maybe we sleep an extra 30 minutes or an hour, we feel guilty. But if you're able to rest, please do it because you will not regret it. And someday when you're a parent or when you're really, really busy in your job, you're going to think, wow, I wish I rest more as a young person. So (laughs) that's something I'm trying to focus on. I'm still not the best at resting, but I definitely get more than five hours of sleep. But yeah, so lots of transitions I could go into about college, but the one I'm just going to share right now for the primary one is knowing how to balance your time as well as taking time to rest. So my third transition I'll share before I go into the tips of this episode is the transition from college to career. And there's a lot that goes on when you leave college you either move into an apartment, you move home, whether you're paying for rent or not. I mean, just not being in the college atmosphere is very different. And then if you do pay for your own rent, pay for your own bills, that's a huge undertaking. And then starting a new job and then trying to handle the work-life lifestyle of you're not as in control as your schedule as you used to be in college because in college you had a class schedule. You, If you worked in college, it was more fluid than, you know, a nine to five. And so going into the, the standard typical eight to five, eight to six, nine to six, nine to five, work life lifestyle is a lot to handle on top of paying bills and making sure you're also taking time to spend with friends and family and taking care of yourself and then cleaning your apartment and keeping up with meal prepping and grocery shopping is a whole other conundrum and then trying to find time to stay healthy and fit and active is something else you have to put on your plate and so transitioning from college to career and just as they say real life is a lot to handle and there's so many life lessons in that i think the biggest life lesson i've learned in it is not being so much in your own head and the stage that i've been kind of in right now is i think there's just so many new things going on that my default is to try to control every single little thought that goes on in my mind because there's a lot you can't really control in this transition because there's a lot of unexpected things going on And also, too, you can't give your 100% to every single thing because there's so many things on your plate. You can only prioritize so many things. So for me and everyone else, we have so much going on. And 
I guess kind of the way I've manifested this desire and this desperate need for control is to really control my thoughts and really overthink every single thing I've been doing and thinking. And one thing I've learned is just to focus on the action. Don't overthink it. Don't be in my head too much and like focus on my daily tasks more than overthinking every single thing. It's, I've been kind of trying to change my mindset as though my mind and my life are two separate things, kind of like my ego is separate from who I am. And so I've been trying to kind of ignore the crazy racing thoughts part of myself and just focus on what's actually happening in life. So I'll do a whole other podcast episode on that. It probably didn't make much sense. But the biggest life transition I've had is just to calm down, not be so obsessive and overthinking my thoughts, and just to try to find some sort of balance. Of course, balance is, you know, impossible, but finding time to rest, finding time to work hard, finding time for your loved ones and knowing that you could only prioritize a couple things. And the things I'm trying to prioritize right now are God, loved ones, taking care of myself and my job. All the other little things that don't really fall into those categories, I can't give 100%, okay? I can't even give 100% of myself to all those four or five things I just listed, but doing the best that I can each day and knowing that I have to rest, I have to take care of myself, I have to work hard and I have to be kind. So that's kind of the biggest thing I've learned in this transition right now from college to career. And for those of you that are going through this same transition of college to career career, and you have good tips or just good things you wanna share, please DM me on Instagram or email them to me because I'd love to hear how you're able to, you know, handle this transition yourself. All right, before this episode gets way too long, I'm going to be sharing my tips on how I've learned to handle life transitions, mainly from looking back and seeing what I've learned, and also after kind of contemplating how I, you know, could have done things differently. And the reason I'm sharing this is for those of you that are going through life transitions, maybe just some tips to help you out, and also just things for us to reflect on and have a good conversation about. And I'm also telling them to myself that the next couple transitions I go to, I could have more peace and be a little more chill. So the first way I've kind of learned how to handle life transitions and, you know, something that I wish I did sooner is to know what things can ground you during life transitions, but make sure not to make that habit or that like mood booster an idol. So here's an example. In any type of life transition I've had, something that's grounded me and something that's you know, help me handle the life transition is by being active through working out and by eating healthy. As long as I'm able to get a workout in and eat healthy, I'm a lot calmer than if I didn't. And so this is just something that centers me. It's something that helps me feel like I could, you know, accomplish things in the day because it's just something that gives me a lot of comfort, eating healthy and working out. And maybe that's not what grounds you. Maybe what grounds you is getting in, um, you know, some type of reading in the day. Maybe you like to read the news or read part of a book, or maybe you really have a favorite TV show you like to watch. And there could also be times where maybe you like to call your mom every day, or you like to have your Bible study every day. Bible study should be, you know, what we do every day, but that's just an example. So I think we all have those habits that help ground us and bring us comfort. For me, it was health and fitness, and it still is. We have to make sure that the thing we depend on doesn't become an idol. And ever since I was about 12 years old, I've been struggling with not being obsessive about health and fitness. That's something I'm still struggling with. I've struggled with, you know, my whole 
you know, young adult slash adult life. And it's something I'm, I'm trying to overcome. But I think it's because it gave me so much comfort knowing, oh, at least I could work out. At least I could eat healthy. It's kind of become something that's too important to me. And so the biggest way to handle life transitions is to kind of know what could bring you comfort, but to also be cautious and that it doesn't become too important to you. Because when we hold on to anything too tightly, that could kind of get in our way of being close to God or making time for loved ones. And it can blind us to what's really important in life. So just to be really honest with you guys, it's something I'm trying to work on and be a little more flexible with that you know, type of habit that comforts me, but it's also good to know what things can comfort you and to bring you peace during crazy life transitions because it's always good to have those little tools to help us stay on track with our life and to feel at peace, especially when there's so many crazy transitions going on. So this this is both a, you know, good type of habit to have, fighting that habit, but also knowing that we need to be careful to not make this habit too important, not depend on it too much. And so the second tip I have on how we could handle life transitions is to give up the need for control. And I'm speaking to myself right now, speaking to the choir, because it's one of the hardest things for me is to give up control. And that's actually one of the hardest parts about having life transitions is that we're giving up control. Because we're, we've been in one stage of life where we know the routine, we know what to expect, we know what we need to do, we, we have control over it. But then to give up that control, to go into something different is scary. But there's a sense of beauty to having a life transition and that's the idea of choice. And there's this really great quote, it's by Bill Crawford and he said, the most powerful times in our lives can be the time between times or life transitions that give us the opportunity to choose. And so for me, I get really excited about life transitions. All the ones I just shared and all the ones in the future, I've been so excited about. But there's always that little bit of fear, apprehension, or kind of nervousness of not knowing what to expect. And for me, I just put such a high standard on myself to be productive, to be successful, to accomplish things, to make sure I'm you know, taking care of myself and having all my healthy habits that when I don't know what to expect, it could cause me to be nervous and I really want control. But as this quote says, we have the opportunity to choose. And how beautiful is it that we have unknowns that follow the life transitions and that we could choose. The fact that God gave us free will to make our own choices in life and make life what we want to make it is beautiful. And then when we team up with God and ask for his help, ask for his guidance, ask for his wisdom, he can help us live the life we were created to live by giving us choice and by guiding us with his wisdom. I think that's a great way to look at transitional periods of life. And for me, instead of me looking at a transitional period of life as you know, being both excited and also a little bit nervous because of giving up control, I should be excited, but also be grateful that God has given me the ability to make a choice, to make a choice even when I don't have control. And so that's, I think, one tip that I'm going to take into my next upcoming life transitions. So the third tip I have is to be more present during the transition. I want you to think back to a life transition that you had where you made so many great memories. You had so much fun. You were stepping out of your comfort zone. You made friends. You made a lot of memories. You went on a great trip. Whatever your transition was, think of one that brought so much joy to your life. One that comes to my mind right now is when I moved out of my home after being at home during COVID and moving into my first apartment with my two girlfriends. And when my boyfriend came to visit and he helped move me in, 
that was one of the best weeks of my life. It was such a crazy transition. We didn't have much of a routine. There was no structure. It was right in the middle of me studying for my test, but I still loved it. And I was so present and it was literally one of the best weeks of my life. And I think sometimes we get so worried about, oh, I have to be on top of this goal and I have to make sure I meet this deadline and oh but there's this huge life transition I have to move I have to do this and that sometimes at least for me I get really overwhelmed with being so fearful of falling behind that when I do finally get to the point of the big transition sometimes I'm not as present but this particular time this week last year when I moved I was so present I loved I loved it all it was so great and so looking back at that transitional time when I was present made me realize that when I was present, it brought me joy. And it now has given me memories to look back on and just smile. And so that's a life lesson I want to take with me into my upcoming life transitions. And I hope that this gave you some encouragement that choosing to be present in a life transition can give you memories that last a lifetime. And it's so worth it. The next tip I want to share is that it's okay to be uncomfortable. And I'd say one of my big, biggest weaknesses is that I don't like being uncomfortable. But you see, growth and positive change happens when we're stepping into the uncomfortable. We're stepping into the unknown. And honestly, when it comes to a transition, for type A people, it's uncomfortable, but we need to be okay with being flexible. And for type B people, you need to be okay with having a structured plan because there's always a sense of a structured plan and a sense of flexibility in a life transition. And for either of those personality types, it's going to feel uncomfortable in some way, shape, or form. And so for me, the times that I've said, okay, I'm not going to be able to be as structured as I want. I'm not going to have this routine. There's going to be unknowns. I have to, you know, take a chill pill. Those times where I've let myself be uncomfortable are the times where I was present, the times where I've made so many memories. And the point of this tip is that either way, you're going to be uncomfortable, but the real point of it is that it depends on your mindset. And so the times where I've actively felt uncomfortable, I'm like, no, not going to worry about it. I'm going to be present. Those are the times I had the best, best time. But the moments where I was uncomfortable and I kept stewing over being uncomfortable and I was irritated or I was obsessing about it or I wasn't present. Those were the times where I probably wasn't that pleasant to be around. So understand you're going to be uncomfortable in a life transition, but be okay with it and to let it happen and choose to be present in it rather than worry about it. I've done both sides. I've worried about it and I've had a chill pill. The times I've taken a chill pill was much better. And I want to take this tip into my next life transition because it's better to be less stressed than to be more stressed. (laughs) Last tip I have in today's episode is to test out which routine works best for you. So when everything is all figured out, you've made your transition, it's time to figure out how you're gonna fit this transition into your life. And what I realized is that it's good to have a trial and error session for your transitions and the routines that are working for these transitions. For example, when I moved into my apartment, I moved in during COVID, so we weren't really going out. And so my routine was a lot more chill than it is now. For example, I slept in a little bit longer. I was able to take different breaks because I was studying for a different test. And now looking back at it a little over a year later, I'm still in the same transition of you know going from college to career, but my routines have had to shift because the old routine I had no longer serves me in this stage of life. And so even though I am still studying, I'm still starting my career, the routine's different and that's okay. 
And so testing out which routine works best for you is great. And understanding that for some weeks, you're going to have a routine that serves you well. Some other weeks, you're going to have to switch it up, whether that means getting up earlier, going to bed earlier. Maybe it means you're switching up your workout schedule, your study schedule, your social schedule, whatever different variables you have that are, you know, having to be switched around and are a little less time sensitive than work is. It's important to be okay with having trial and error. For me, I'm not a huge fan of changing routines, but every time I do change my routine and I let myself be more flexible, I have so much joy and have a lot less of a burden on my shoulders. And so I just want to share this, that testing out your routine, having trial and error, and knowing that having flexibility is okay, is something I think we need to remind ourselves of in upcoming life transitions. So I hope these experiences and tips helped you. I hope that this more of a chatty episode was enjoyable to listen to. And I I really am excited to hear your guys' tips and life lessons you've learned about life transitions. The demographic of people who listen to this show definitely are right in that age group, age 18 to 24, that are going through a lot of life transitions. So I really hope this episode was applicable to you. And I kind of want to give you a God's got you pep talk to wrap up this episode and just say that God's got you because he has a plan for you during this transition period. He has a plan and he has a plan for the transition period. He has many plans going on and he knows what the end goal is. He wants to help you get there. So don't forget about God during the transition period. To be honest, many times when I'm in a transition period, I actually pray less and spend less time with God. This is, of course, natural because we're in a really busy time in life during a transition. But taking time to pray to God, whether it's just a couple little moments in the day or praying with friends or even just reading the Bible verse of the day on your Bible app, all of these little things can really help you communicate more with God in the day during the crazy transitional time of life. And that will really center you. God wants to take care of you, so don't forget about him in the transition time. God's got you because he knows what to expect in this transition time, even if you don't know what to expect. And when we give control to God and focus on today and what's actually happening right now, we'll have so much more peace. Let me tell you, I've wasted so many hours and so much energy thinking about what is going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year. And I fail to realize that I can take care of today. For the most part, I have a lot of control over what I can do today. You see, God wants us to be responsible for our responsibilities and tasks, but he also wants us to trust him. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So my final advice for you guys is to focus on what is actually happening today Figure out what you need to do and what you can do today and have self-discipline in today's tasks. But remember to leave the rest to God. Instead of spending your energy on having fear about the future, focus on the fact that God has given you a spirit of power and love and use that power and love today, right now, in the present. Enjoy the day. Feel accomplished for what you have done. Have fun with family and friends. Talk to God and find rest in his plan. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye.